Uh, you know, it was great. You know, when uh, when Frontier sent me the, the promos, you know, I got to listen to it. Um, you know, I was excited. You know, I saw a lot of new Night Ranger. I said, "All right." Um, and you guys, with this new album, you got uh, you know you have the vintage style. You know, the vintage uh, you know signature songs like uh, you know you know the first single somehow, some way, uh, comfort me, and and the one I really like is Jamie. Um, yeah, cool. Really good, really good stuff on this one. And and what I noticed on this one is is you guys. Uh, you know, it's a diverse album. You know, with songs like you know, we can work it out. You know, yeah. it's stuff that'll appeal for you know to a wide range of audiences. That's what we were hoping, and that's what we we've, we've always tried to, to to do that. You know, it doesn't we don't always accomplish that because you know once we get in there and we start writing and putting an album together, you know, um, we kind of what it dictates. You know that, that you know it's just kind of follow that that whole vibe and and stick with it, you know, and get it done. But, right. um, you know, on this record, it was nice that we had a little more time, you know, to kind of, kind of go, let's, let's throw a couple of different things in there. Like, you know, like truth, you know, um, right. yeah, I mean, comfort me definitely is a, is a, is a great song. Um, right. but there's some other things in there, you know, like that, you know, uh, don't let up, you know, we did a different version of it too. So it's kind of interesting that we got a chance to kind of like experiment a little bit. Right with grooves, you know. Right, and and you guys, I mean, with with the band being so diverse, you know, I can imagine, you know, being able to go into the studio, and and you guys have to be comfortable with each other. Absolutely, you know. I mean, that's the thing is that you know we we try and 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 push each other a little bit that way, and and uh, you know, um, a lot of times, you know. Um, just by making mistakes or something like that when we're jamming or something like that. Right. Something, you know, we, we fall into something that's cool, you know. Um, and so we allow that to happen. We try not to stifle that at all, you know. Right, you, get, you give each other the freedom and, and, and uh, you know, that, and that really comes across in the, you know, the way the songs are, are written. And, and I've always enjoyed the style, you know, that you guys write in. And, the, uh, you know, the songs are all well-structured, and and you guys, what's cool about it is, is you guys always have that feel good energy about it. You know the the, the choruses are memorable. Um, and, and you know when you write a song, what what do you look for when you write? Is there a hook? I mean, is there a melody? You know, how do you guys you know start out when you start writing? A lot of times it is you start out with a with a title. You know, you okay. come up with a title, and and then that'll kind of dictate where you're going to go musically sometimes or. You know, and then other times, in fact, the last three records, when we get, we get in there, uh, just the three of us will start out writing sessions just with Brad and Jack and myself, and we'll just get in the room and we'll just randomly start playing something musical, you know, whatever it might be, you know, like something that you that we might have been jamming at home with ourselves or whatever, and then we'll just bring it in and, you know, and let the, let the other musicians expand on it you know <clears throat> so a lot of times that's how it happens you know you'll come in you know and uh, and and you'll have this one idea and then it's like okay well what do you think you know and then brad will say well i think it should go here and you know what i'm saying or or, or jack will say right. yeah i could sing this over the top of it so that's how we do it we look at it like you know as as sections or parts like that and try and make them fit Right, that's 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 really cool to hear about that. I was I was always you know when I hear a song and you know, and then I listen to it differently now because you know you know how the artist wrote it and 
and you know the you know the background of it. It's a, it's a different perspective, and I think that's and that's really cool to you know to look at it that way. You know that song uh, uh, "Day and Night" was one of the first songs. It was "Day and Night," Jamie, um, uh, uh, "Running Out of Time." Those were the, like the first three three songs that we wrote, and and a lot of those things just came out of like you know like just like random ideas that somebody said you know you know would would you know grab onto it and go i like that chord change but what if you did this and you put a d here or whatever if you play and then we just we just start to run with it we just let that just kind of like move forward right and we just keep expanding and keep adding you know yeah i mean it's it and that like i said that that comes back to uh you know you guys being together for so long you feed off of each other um exactly and that really comes across in the music it really does and uh you know i i consider you you and jack are 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 both great vocalists and i know that you know that 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 comes across in all the you know the music and everything and 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 i always thought it was it was pretty cool you know when you see a drummer doing the lead vocals there's not too many guys that do it um when when you guys do a song how how do you decide you know if it's a jack blade song uh a a kelly kagey song how do you guys decide that? Or does it just kind of flow naturally? Yeah, we just, we let it, um, we let the song dictate, you know, and while we're writing it, a lot of times, you know, um, you know, we'll we'll split up parts, you know, like we're, when we're writing it, you know, all of us are like inputting vocal, you know, ideas, and sometimes it'll be like, well, what if you sang the verse, and then, and then I'll sing this, and, you know, like that, or I'll sing the bridge, and then we'll come together in the, in the chorus, you know, so it, it, it just basically is song by song. And a lot of times, you know, like if you'll notice like the last three or four records, you know, depending on, on what it is, you know, like maybe Jack is singing more or maybe I'm singing more, you right. know, right. Um, in the collection. So it, we kind of let that flow. We try not to stifle that because I think it, it's, it's important for the song to kind of dictate what needs to happen, you know. So that's how we do it. Yeah, that's 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 always interesting to hear it, you know, because it's uh, you know, so many good songs, you know, on, on all the CDs. It's not like a when you guys put out a CD, it's not like there's any filler, you know. It's it's always you know a good CD. You can just put it in or album or vinyl or whatever you listen to, and, and just listen the whole way through, and uh-huh. it's just enjoyable from the start to finish. And that's that's one thing that I really love about you guys. And you, there's there's bands that do it well, but you guys do it exceptionally well. That's great to hear because <clears throat> that's what we try to strive to is like, you know, when you listen to a collection of, of songs, and I still go back to some, some of my favorite records, and, you know, maybe one song might have been exploited more on the radio or whatever, so maybe you'll pass on that. But in the right. beginning, when you first started listening to the record, when you got used to it, you listened to everything, and it all made sense. They all tied together, and they, they all, you know, like, like fit. And that's what we try to do is we look at it like, you know what, you want it to be a listening experience that will happen for an hour or whatever, and you, right. and you just want it to flow, and that's, and that's what we try to do. We try to put it together like that, you know. And that's that's cool to hear. You guys definitely, you know, like I said, you do it well. You definitely do it well. Now, you... Uh, Thank you. You guys, you know, Night Ranger, you know, to me, has always been a high-energy band. You guys put on a, you know, high-energy show. Um... 
what do you do to prepare for a show? And 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 nowadays, I know, you know, are, are the audiences any different? You know, compared to the mid '80s, and is is there a different way that you guys go out there and you know set up your show to you know to uh, you know to please that crowd or, or figure you're going to get more energy somewhere? Well, we um, we always try and, and, and give a hundred percent. I mean, I think all bands do that too. But right. with us, you know, we we um, we understand, you know, that we've been playing together for a long time, and we we tap into that energy that we had on the first couple of tours, where it was like, you know, you go out there as a young band, and you never know, you know, like especially if you're opening for a big band, like back in the day, we opened for so many acts and. Right. We always wanted to, like, for one thing, we wanted to get over on the on, you know, get over to the audience that did, had never heard us before. Right. You know, and at the same time, you're playing for like uh, the audience that whoever's whoever's the headliner. So you right. have to really kind of adapt that way and, and aim to please. And we've always we've always looked at it like, okay, man, you know, how can we get over on this audience? You know, like a Kiss audience. Right. Right. So, like, right. When we were first out there, Kiss is like a hardcore audience. You know. And I remember Big John, you know, the, the tour manager from, from Kiss, like, pulling us inside and go, okay, guys, you know, whatever you do, don't stop, don't, don't stop moving, because they're going to be throwing shit at you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure you're going to be a moving target. And so we were like, oh, my God. You know, like, Are you kidding me? You know? So, I mean, it was like, that's what we were up against, you know. Exactly. And, and so we, you know, we look at it as like a challenge, you know, like, okay. We have to get over on these guys, and we did. You know, it was like, you know, we right. got a hit with Kit or whatever. You know, or we got people, you know, hardcore Kit fans like going, you know, right, right. doing up there. You know, but but then right. after our songs started getting played on the radio, it was like, you know, then then the shit stopped flying. You know, right, exactly. <laughs> Boy, I bet you wanted to hear that too. Being a drummer too, you got to be maneuverable on stage, be able to oh, get yeah, dodge like stuff. <laughs> Bring that plastic shield over here, would you? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's part of coming up, huh? Yeah. Hey, wait, you guys, you know, I know you're doing a, a tour to support the, you know, the new album, and uh, and we're really looking forward to seeing you in Pittsburgh. I know you guys got a show here coming in April. Yeah, nice. So we're looking forward to that definitely. And, and and you guys, you know, coming up, you know, you know, since the beginning, you have so many great songs that the audience wants to hear. You know, how do you go about adding, you know, new songs to the list? Because there, there's a ton of good ones on the new album as well. It's really tough, you know. I mean, I think the only place, uh, the only places in the world that we actually get to play more than two songs, you know, in the right. uh, of, of new material is Japan and in Europe. Because we don't hit those places enough, and so when we put a r- record out, we'll go over there and tour. Right. The audience wants to hear three, four songs off of it. You know. Right. Right. So, so that's great. But at, but here we're kind of we we're, it's it's a little bit tougher because the audience is expecting to hear all that material that we that we you know got you know that was put out on the first um, four or five records. Right. You know we right. have to kind of like um, and and it's always limited. You know, limited to uh, time, uh, depending on the ven- venues, of course. But right. a lot of times, you know, we've been doing more and more casinos, and that's like seventy-five minutes, and that's hardly long enough to actually do any anything new. We always throw one new right. song in there, but it's tough, you know. 
mean, I can imagine. I could imagine, and, and and with you guys, with the you know, with the uh, the the set list could just be, you know, hundreds of songs. Try to try to do a couple new songs in there always, and you know, and then there's all that all the stuff that was never filler. You know, I mean, you know, we had so many songs that got played on the radio that maybe weren't hits, but they were they were they were rock tracks that got played. Right. So we right. ended up adding those into our set that, that were always favorites. You know. Right, right. And I and I know you know I'm sure you get asked uh, you know a million times about you know Sister Christian which which is you know it's an amazing song and and uh, you know legendary and uh, it, it, but is there is there a song that you really enjoy playing live you know that or even playing at all that, that doesn't get played live that often or even get played you know at all that that, that you really like to do. Well, I mean, there are uh, some tracks from the first, second, third records that, uh, you know, I would uh, like to sneak in this year to to pay pay homage to, you know, our history. I mean, uh, somebody was just asking me the other day, like, you know, would you ever consider doing the first and second records, like, in, in succession like that? And I thought, of course, man. Right, right. That would be, the, that would be awesome to do that, you know. Um, so, um, and I figure, like, the first three three or four records there's there's songs on each one of those records that I would love to do two off of each that nobody's heard us play you know just a surprise you know and um, so I mean there, there are some thoughts about doing that you know about trying to pull out you know lately we've been to like we threw out Penny you know Penny I got your number and then oh yeah yeah you know, when, um, uh, when I you know um, I hear you call my name off the first record we love doing that right, every right. once in a while we'll pull that out you know um so there are songs, you know, Why Does Love Have to Change, you know, from the second record. I mean, you know, there's all these there's all these songs that we keep, you know, we keep like at soundcheck. We'll like, you know, we'll we'll like hit, at them. you know, we'll start we'll start them and we'll only play half of it, you know. Right. And then we because we got other business to do, you know. Um, right. <laughs> a passion play, you know, is another song. Great know? song, yeah, great song. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, those those uh, you know the first the first couple albums I mean really are you know are uh, you know like iconic records. I mean just you know with all the hits and everything and, and and some of the stuff you just mentioned as well too is is like passion play and you know and and hearing stuff like that you know it, that goes back to you know in the beginning we were talking about there's there's really no filler. I mean it's just a it's just an album and you could tell you guys you know professionalism and. And, and you guys really put it together well. We still enjoy writing songs. Like every two or three years we have to do it. It's like, you know, we have this, we're driven to have new music, you know. Right. And it's, you know, it's not it's not anything to do with sales anymore. It's just all all about the, the passion for the music and how we we just, we like being creative, you know, and, and coming up with new stuff, you know. Right, right. Now I had uh, one of the guys that, that writes for us uh, as a question. He wanted me to ask about the uh, about the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and 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 we both agree that, that Night Ranger should definitely deserves a place there. And uh, what are your fi- what are your feelings about That's that? Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Um, well, I mean, you know, um, I think it really has to do with. Um, it's pretty political now. It's like, you know, it's like, it has to do with, like, record sales, I think, a lot now. Right. 
I never thought it would, you know, because there's plenty of bands that I grew up with that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even know that were terrific bands. Amazing. You know, and and I think that some of the unsung heroes of the, you know, the 60s and 70s, you know, um, you know, need to be need to be paid attention to. I mean, I think it would be really great if that happened, if they had a section in the Hall of Fame that paid attention to some of, you know, some of those bands that influenced the musicians, right, you know, right. but that maybe necessarily didn't have a huge hit, you know. Right. Yeah, they Sorry, did. we have time for one more question. Okay, you got it. Okay, uh, last one here, Kelly, real quick. Um, I was thinking about this today. When it, when it's all said and done, you know, say you know you know you're ready to uh, to call it quits at the end. What what do you want the legacy of Night, of Night Ranger to be, and and what do you want the fans to remember from you guys? Well, I think that that what Night Ranger has always done is always like. Um, you know, we always have songs out there that people can relate to and that maybe maybe um, people would think, you know, like, you know, we always try to put personal stuff in there. So a lot of times, you know, we're hoping that the audience gets that too. So right. um, I just think that, that you know, um, there's not any heavy message a lot of times with us. We're just all about trying to, like, make people forget about their problems maybe. And when they come to a show or they listen to our albums, Right. It'll make them feel really good and bring them up to a, maybe a higher level and make them feel feel like you know it, it, that it's good to be alive. I think that's what it's about. You know it, and you've done it. You've done it exceptionally well. I mean, you guys, you know, since the early '80s and everything, and and, and everything you've done, it's it, it's really it's really an honor to speak with you and and, and to uh, and to be able to uh, appreciate the music that you guys deliver. And, and it's it's exceptional. It's it, it's great to be a fan of you guys. It really is. Thanks a lot. I guess we'll see you in Pennsylvania, man, later on. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for your time, Kelly. I really appreciate it. Good luck on the tour, man, and with the new album. I hope it does great for you guys. Thanks a lot. We'll see you out there.